Welcome to the School for Small Business podcast, where small business owners come to learn the keys to running a successful small business on their own terms. We've been in your shoes, scaling from the basement to the boardroom. We understand the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. And the one thing we know, business doesn't have to be hard. Let us make it easy for you. No business degree required. Join us as we unpack what it really takes to have success. The time, the money, and the freedom that you desire, all while having a massive impact on the people you serve. It's okay to want it all. If you've ever referred to yourself as an accidental entrepreneur, this is the podcast for you. We're going to dive into the mindset, the strategy, and everything in between. While you're busy supporting others, let us support you. Welcome back to Small Business School. I am so excited. I love all of these conversations that really revolve around helping people make money or keep money in their business. Really, those are the two things that you need to know. And Janice, I am so excited because I have seen such a shift in the making money, you know, side of business where people really want to make sure all of their efforts are very aligned with what is going to have impact and really have a return on their investment of their time and their energy and their money. And I think there couldn't be a better platform for a lot of service providers than LinkedIn. You and I have had conversations and you just you know your stuff so in depth that I was like it's a no-brainer to have you on and share your knowledge so why don't you introduce yourself a little bit tell us about how you got to LinkedIn thank you Stacy that's very kind of you um it's been great getting to know you as well <clears throat> um I don't know I I my background is teaching I was a teacher taught little kids and then I left teaching and went into corporate training. Then I just trained big kids. You know, it's like they're, it's all the same, right? Teaching is teaching. Um, just the strategies may be a little bit different, but um, then I ended up um, going into business for myself and it took me a while, but I kind of found a way to bring all of my things that I love together. And so I call myself now a relationship marketing specialist. And so what that means is that I help people use LinkedIn as a business tool to generate leads, to um, <clears throat> to build relationships online. And then I teach them how to nurture those relationships using an online system of greeting cards and gifts that um, sends real cards in the mail, which I think you've received, so you probably understand what I'm talking about. And, um, and then it all ties together. I too have a podcast called Relationships Rule, where I interview people who um, believe as I do that building relationships is the biggest piece around um, growing your business. And so I don't know, when I was first introduced to LinkedIn around 2011, I think it was, I thought, what is this? But then I, I think back then there was only Facebook and, and LinkedIn. And so Facebook was just not my cup of tea. And uh, when I saw LinkedIn, I thought, hmm, this is interesting. It's social media, but it's a business platform. And what I noticed is that it was more straightforward, more linear, if you will, and easier to, to understand for me. And also I started sharing it with other people and then the light bulb went on for me. Oh, I can teach this. I love to get back to teaching. And so that's how that kind of evolved and it's evolved since then into um, teaching uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, sales professionals, how to use LinkedIn to grow their businesses. 
Mm, I love that. Janice, one of the other things that I love about you just for our listeners to hear is there's like no gatekeeping with you. You are there to share every single piece of knowledge that you have and have like really huge transformations in people's you know, the results that they're getting from this platform, that LinkedIn platform. And I really love how you just pour into people. It's not like, well, I only teach that in this program. It's like, you just go all in on helping people. So I'm super excited. Yeah. So thank you so much. Um, My first question for you is, why do you think LinkedIn is so key? And how is it getting people better results than other platforms? Well, that's a great question. And I have to back it up and say, you always have to ask yourself, which platform or platforms are my clients or my prospects on? Because where they hang out is where you need to hang out. And if you're in business, you're crazy if you're not hanging out on LinkedIn as one of those major platforms for yourself. And so why? Because because as something I just said previously is that it's a business platform. And when I say that, I don't necessarily mean just business to business. I mean that it's easier to, um, to get to the heart of a business conversation faster on LinkedIn than any other social media platform. You know, Facebook, I mentioned earlier, typical, you have to sort of beat around the bush and talk about social and family and what you had for dinner and all of those things before you can get to a sales conversation. It's so much um, more direct on LinkedIn. So is your audience there? Is it something that you can relate to, like feel comfortable on that platform? And if so, dig right in because it's going to be useful. Did I answer both parts? Um, I don't think so. But one of the things that I really wanted to point out is that some people find like the intentionality behinding like behind behinding. (laughs) Okay, Um, restart that the intentionality behind saying I'm going to use LinkedIn to find prospects, I find a lot of business owners will have a level of like, ooh, I don't know if I like doing that. But I think the one thing that we really haven't addressed, and we need like an entire culture shift in business, and men do this way better unapologetically than women, is that we are here to sell. And I know the word selling is scary, but it's like, we are here that selling is actually us helping. That is what we are doing. We are serving people. And as long as you're coming at your service with an intentionality of like leaving people better off than when they were, they entered your world, then you need to be intentional about your time and your money. You can't necessarily afford to be on a platform where you're like, I need to learn to sing and dance and lip sync. And I got to do all these things to entertain people. And then maybe, you know, seven months from now, they might buy from me right? We're doing people a disservice by doing that where when we have an opportunity, if our customers and our clients are on LinkedIn, to go there and then have that impact quicker and more, you know, more broadly. Forgive my interruption, but this is so important. If you have been here a while, you know that there are two things that I strongly believe you need in business to know. One is how to bring money in and the other is how to keep it. And sometimes I think that we get so lost in all of the different tactics of how we could or should bring money into our business that we get a little bit off the path. And I really feel called to introduce you to my friend, Lex Roman. She is an incredible, incredible, incredible marketer. She comes from this amazing background. If you haven't already caught 
not her episode. You'll have to head back to it. However, she has a program called Growth Trackers, and it is so incredible. First of all, she guarantees results of the program, which I strongly believe in. But secondly, it is all about taking intentional action. If you're a service provider who doesn't know the next right steps, or you're doing maybe all the marketing things, and you don't know what's getting you results, you have got to meet Lex. Her program takes intentional action to find your people with the least amount of effort possible. So if you haven't already met Lex, go ahead, click into the show notes and get yourself in her world because I promise you, you will not regret it. Okay. So to, to dig in a little bit there from what you said, you're absolutely right. Um, is that, that whatever platform you're on, I think that the piece that I got out of what you just said is that most people, or a lot of times people think we have to be posting and showing who we are every single day, but never really engaging with people and expecting stuff to happen. And I believe the money's in the mailbox. I believe you can't build relationships. Well, you can do it from afar with your, with your content for sure, but it is more passive. And I believe that, um, for example, with LinkedIn, I teach my clients two strategy, two areas of strategy. One is the messaging strategies and the other is the content strategies. But my focus more deeply than not is the messaging strategies. And in order to be finding the right people to be your uh, prospects, your your referral partners, your strategic partners, because they're all there usually, um, you need to know how to search properly on the platform. There's almost a billion people now on LinkedIn worldwide. The majority of them are, I think, North America and China probably, but you know, those are the biggest country, the biggest areas, but um, there are people all over the world. I've made um, connections. I have had clients from different parts of the world just from meeting them on LinkedIn. And so um, I think it's about digging in and knowing how to find your people and then start conversations with them. I think that's the way I like to see things. I, did that help a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you said something about the money being in the mailbox, which is a is a phrase that I've heard used before. And I love it. And I think, you know, everybody can relate to whether it's on LinkedIn or in another platform receiving a message. It's like, I want to be your friend. And you're like, I don't even know this person, like, get out of here. And so I really love your approach of like making things very tailored. You are all about a conversation, you find some common ground, like, you really are creating relationships. So I want to point that out and I love it. And, but because of how unique it is, I want to like maybe just encourage people to reach out to you to discuss what that strategy looks like. On the flip side of things, there are some amazing tips that you have about like your, you know, honing in on your about page, who you are, mm -hmm. just like that first glimpse that people get into seeing mm -hmm. you. I would love because those are really universal tips that people mm -hmm. could listen to this episode and apply. Can we dive into that a little bit sure. and tell me some of your like top three tips on your about page? Okay, so you're talking about your LinkedIn personal profile. Everybody yes. can only have one, by the way. You can have business pages or called company pages, but you should only have, according to LinkedIn, 
legally, you should only have one. I've seen people say, oh, that one didn't work and they'll try another one, you know, a little while later, but they don't delete the other one. And that's just confusing and it's not really kosher as far as LinkedIn is concerned. But um, I talk about first impressions and you really only get one chance to make that first impression uh, visually when someone comes to your profile. And you may or may not, I know you're too young to probably have heard this phrase, but um, there's a phrase in, in it that used to be with newspapers called above the fold. So of course the newspaper when it's delivered might be folded in half. So whatever's above the fold. So there are um, three, four things that I think should be looked at most importantly. And I call them the four H's and they're all above the, three of them are above the fold. The fourth one may, may sneak below it a little bit. The header, which is your background image on LinkedIn. It's valuable real estate. Use it. Don't leave it blank because there's a default colored thing there that's useless. So make sure that it speaks to um, your business, your positioning, positioning or benefit statement. So who you help, how you help them. And because I'm mostly talking to entrepreneurs and business owners, I'm usually, and I think that's your audience too, right? Um, mm -hmm. If you're in a job, a career job, then you might have it connect to the company that you're with, but it's really still your profile. So your header, your uh, headshot, please make it professional, no selfies. And if you're going to do it yourself because you can't afford yet to get a headshot, get someone to take it. Our cameras on our phones now are brilliant. So have a plain background, usually light or be out, be in good light and just head and shoulders and make it so that we can see the, the sparkle in your eyes. We want to be able to see your face. Um, and the third one, so header, headshot, headline. The headline is the piece directly under your name. And it, or sorry, yes, under your name. So your name should just be your name field. And then under it, this piece, the headline, to my way of thinking, is the most important real estate on LinkedIn. Why? Because wherever you go, it goes. So if somebody Googles you and they brings up your LinkedIn profile, which it will, by the way, because Google indexes LinkedIn probably 40% higher than anything else. And your LinkedIn profile will come up um, probably within the top three um, uh, search results. And whether it's good or bad, it doesn't matter. So you want it to be good. Um, and so you'll see your name and you'll see your headline as well. When you post um, on LinkedIn, you'll see your name and your headline. When you recommend somebody, your name and your headline will go on their profile. When you uh, comment on somebody's post, your name and your headline. So it's really important. And this piece is the piece that has that says who you are, what you do, and who you serve, how you serve them. So it's 220 characters. It's keywords and a benefit statement. That's basically it, but it's really important. You can see I spent more time on it. So those are three H's. The fourth H is what I call the hook. And the hook is the beginning of your about section, which used to be called your summary. So your about section. And that is the first three or four lines, four lines total maximum is all you see on a desktop or laptop before you have to press the see more button. If you're on a mobile, you get even less than that. You get maybe two lines. So make it something curious uh, to make people curious enough to click the see more button. They want to know more about what you do. 
Okay. So it's not starting with, you know, I've been in business for 20 years. It's starting with what are you struggling with, right? It's starting with speaking to your target audience. And then you can get into the background uh, after that. I actually um, really enjoy doing the about sections with my clients because usually we shift things a little bit and we get them to see that the, the lens that you're coming from needs to be um, one of one of service, right? You just talked about being of service. It's how you, it's, it's the pain points that your clients are looking at and how you serve them and how you help them. So that's the four H's. Ooh, I love that. Um, now, those pieces are so crucial that when we've spoken before, you said, this is where we're starting. You're not doing anything else till you've got that. Because even if you are doing outreach, it's like, it's useless because people come to your page and of still course. not know what you're about. Right. Um, so from there, let's say people figure that out. I think yeah. one of the other things that you told me was incredibly important was people reviewing. Is it called review? Like providing a review? A recommendation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can you elaborate on that a bit? Certainly. Um, I believe that when someone comes to your profile, there's there's a few things that they need to look at. For example, if they're going, here's a, an added tip in, in answering your question, that if you are doing outreach and you come, you want to check somebody out, you want to check, number one, your first impression. Number two, are they a good fit for you? Could they be a possible um, prospect, client, referral partner, etc.? And are they active on LinkedIn? And you can see that because there's an activity section if they are. And, and the last thing is, do they have recommendations, which are like testimonials from clients and um, business associates. And with those recommendations, they're usually down near the bottom of the profile. When was the last time they were given one? Because it shows the date. And you can see three maximum before you have to press see more. And if those three are from 10 years ago, they're not very current. So they're not, and it's the only social proof on LinkedIn, on your profile. So you want them to be current. So the more and the more current they are, the better. I think this is so fun because I was on a podcast last week and I know that they are a service provider. They are in um, an industry where, you know, their clients are on LinkedIn. And I actually got an email after the podcast, great sequence, like it was phenomenal, but it said, hey, I love your recommendation on LinkedIn. So they, ha they are a podcast host just like I am. And it's like, hey, if you're, you know, if you thought our time together was worthwhile, I'd love your recommendation. And I'm like, what a great way to get a testimonial. And it's pretty simple. So yes. I love yeah. that people are recognizing it the same. That's interesting. About. That's interesting to yeah. me, though, because as a pod, if podcasting was really important to them, they probably would ask for a review on Apple. Or one of they, did they did oh, both. They did both. Yep. The okay. email sequence had like the whole, you know, like rate and review and stuff oh, okay. for, for that. And then it came in and said like, hey, I'd also appreciate your idea. Yeah. Recommendation. Yeah, idea. So that's amazing. Now, I'd love to like highlight for listener. You've told me that this, that, that your profile page is even more important than what you post. I want to ask you a quick question about like, so you're talking about posting. If I'm thinking about posting, you have some considerations that you're like, Hey, you've really need to hone in on kind of what you're going to do and your intention behind it. And then kind of go from there. So can you talk about that a bit? Sure. Well, LinkedIn just recently, like, couple months ago, did some huge changes to their LinkedIn algorithm. And the algorithm, of course, is all about, you know, 
um, the traffic on LinkedIn, the content on LinkedIn. And they've kind of tightened up when it comes to what they like to see there. And, it, you know, with COVID, what happened was a lot of um, uh, people came over from other platforms and started doing what they did on Facebook or Instagram on LinkedIn. And LinkedIn doesn't like that. So that's what's caused this, this kind of tightening. So it needs to be, when you're posting something, it needs to be educational. It needs to have value. It needs to, it can entertain for sure, but you want to make sure that you're giving some value to your to your um, clients and, and your prospects and your to your audience on there. I forgot the the question though that you asked. It. Well, you you really like for people to hone in on it, and oh, yeah. I think you had explained to me like there's different ways to approach your content on there, or like whether you would be focused on content or even maybe just outreach. Well, it you know I try to do a little bit of content myself, but I'm not there every day. But the thing is, I've seen people and I've, I've got clients who I've said, whoa, stop what you're doing right now. Stop paying this humongous amount of money to someone who's posting two, three, four times a week. And not one of those posts is getting any um, traffic, any traction. None of it's getting any engagement. They're pretty, but they're not doing anything. So what are we looking at? We're looking at changing the lens from which you speak instead of it being like an ad for your services help somebody, tell them one thing that could help them, um, ask them questions, make sure that you're getting engagement because that's the key. It's all about connections. And if nobody's engaging, there's no one to connect with. Now, and the LinkedIn algorithm, it's not like, maybe you can like explain this to me because okay. I'm not super great at it, but you know, like TikTok or Instagram, it's like, if it gets liked, they push it to the whole world right on like a for you page. And then yeah. it's just going out to everybody, whether you know them or not, but LinkedIn really prioritizes speaking only to your connections and then maybe one level deeper than that. Or how does well, that work? Um, I'm not a big algorithm guru yeah. and I, I certainly study the ones who are, but um, they've changed that a little bit so that now they are making sure that your connections are the priority of the people that see your the majority of the people that see your your posts but it does go out to um if you're on a yeah it goes out it goes out to actually about 10 percent of your total number of connections is about but what on. about people you're not connected to so well, i'm thinking like you know you're really posting for the people you are connected to that yeah. means there's more onus on making connections so that people actually see what you're posting versus like you know trying to post for the mainstream and have them come to you on other platforms it's like you're almost like yeah. focused more on like okay these are the people in my audience this is what they want i'm going to focus on posting for them to get them en engaging yes well that makes the most sense to me too but yes although well, it's so different from instagram so different yeah, well, totally different yeah but it, you it can be seen by people who aren't directly connected to you for sure but mostly it focuses on first and second level connections yes um, yeah. And again, so if sorry, somebody, if somebody comments, then yeah. like their audience can see that they've commented. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's totally different than like, I don't know, hopefully I make something mainstream enough that it goes viral. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's not is, LinkedIn doesn't care about things going viral anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, they, yeah. they did for a while, but they don't, they want it to just be, so you, you want to do things that speak to your audience and maybe shake things up a little. Maybe you do a poll one week. Maybe you do a video um, post. 
whatever you do, see, change it up so you can see if it's getting any traction. Because if you're just posting and not paying attention, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I love that. Okay, I, I'm going to ask you, I think we provided so much value and something for people to really think about and like hone in on their strategy for LinkedIn. What would be one kind of last piece of advice that you wish to share with everybody about the platform or how they use it or how to get the most impact from it? Well, I think how to basically, I obviously I love LinkedIn and I think that there's great value in it. But if you um, decide to use LinkedIn as your uh, social media, as one of your social media tools or, or your, be consistent when you're on there. So you need, if, if what's important to you is to become an authority in your field to, you know, then the, the content piece will give you more visibility. So do it regularly, do it three times a week if you want, right? That's enough. It's not three times a day, but three times a week. Okay. LinkedIn, that's enough, but watch what you're doing, test things and so on. If what you want more of is connections and using it as a networking tool, as I do, then be consistent there too. Make sure you answer any messages that come to you. Make sure that you're doing outreach on a regular basis so you keep new people coming to the mix. Mm, I love that. Janice, thank you so much for your time. I think you provided so much tactical advice in these past few minutes. And I just really appreciate you joining us to you know help us get further faster where can people find you because you have some incredible advice you said you're active on linkedin tell us how to find you and uh it's easy to find me on linkedin um it's just search janice porter it's linkedin in slash janice porter and uh and if you are interested in anything further you can come to my website at janiceporter.com there is um a seven step ebook there that you're welcome to download and uh, get some more ideas about um, relationship marketing from that. Um, so that's uh, for your, for your audience. It's a, it's a free gift. So please take advantage of it. And um, my podcast is relationships rule. So listen in, see what we have to say there. I love that. And like, I don't know, on behalf of society, that might be like a little bit brave of me to say, but like, thank you for bringing it back to relationships and connection and this level of just like um, connectedness amongst people. So thank you. Well, it's my pleasure. And could I just say one more little thing? Yeah. Because I was so excited that you shared this with me when I first met you. I, and I love to do this with people. I, I don't know, this woman that I know came to me, I said, you have to meet this woman. And you just told me today, what a, what a bonus that was for you. And so that made me shiver. I was so excited because that's what I love to do is connect people. And, but they have to be the right people and it has to be done the right way. And that's what worked this time for you, Stacy, um, with the person that I was introducing you to. So I, that was, that made my day. That was great. Oh yeah. And that was absolutely beautiful. Like a life changing connection. And I guess that's the power of, of what you do. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I really appreciate you, Janice. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the School for Small Business podcast. That's right. I'm saying thank you because I believe so heavily in small businesses and how they are the backbone of our community. And I am so grateful that you are taking the steps to make sure that your small business is here for the long run, supporting your family and your community. And I just love it. 
If you found any nuggets from this episode that were helpful to you, I want to ask you a favor. I want to ask that you share them with a friend because if you found them helpful, somebody else will as well. And it's that concept of the rising tide raises all ships. So please go ahead and share with a friend, whether it's on social, maybe you're sending them an email the old school way. I don't know. You want to send a letter, but any way you want to share, I would just be eternally grateful. And as always, like, please just shoot me a DM on Instagram. I love to chat with small business owners.